Today's guest is Brett Johnson. Brett is the founder of the Switched On Training app, which helps optimize human performance by combining physical and cognitive training using just your mobile device. This is a free app. Head to switchedontrainingapp.com for more information and also check out what Brett says about the importance of mental and physical training and the combination of the two and how important they are to performance. As always, this episode is brought to you by Set GK Goalkeeper Gloves. Gloves by the pros for the pros. With six different models to choose, they guarantee you'll find the feel and fit you're looking for. Use promo code JG25 at checkout for 25% off your order. Set GK. It all starts with your set. Brett, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jesse. So as you guys heard in the intro... Brett is the founder of the Switched On Training app, which if you haven't started using it, you need to because it is absolutely awesome. So Brett, could you just tell us a little bit more in detail about what Switched On is? Yeah, so Switched On is what we're calling a perceptual cognitive motor training app. And essentially what it does is it allows you to combine physical and cognitive training using just your mobile device. So like with a lot of our athletes, we use it to uh, train in a more reactive environment that trains these important skills like reaction time, decision-making, awareness, um, as well as your technical skills. So really used as a tool to help improve performance. I love it. I love it. So you actually, you're a former soccer player, former goalkeeper as well. So you had a brief professional career. Is that where this idea originally hit you? Yeah, yeah, definitely stemmed from um, from playing goalkeeper. So uh, I played a lot of sports all my life, and I was always obsessed with becoming the best athlete I could be and ha- did a ton of training by myself throughout my career. And um, at one point, I was just kind of frustrated with the fact that all individual training, which is so important, especially now, uh, is predetermined, right? Like mm-hmm. you do predetermined physical movements over and over and over. But in games, everything you're doing is by reacting to something that you see or hear. And when I was playing in Germany, they're very advanced in terms of neuroscience as it relates to sports training. And I also got my degree in neuroscience, so it's kind of where it all uh, combined. But I realized that everything that they do is is kind of involving processing information, reacting, making decisions. And I wanted to find a way to get that kind of training by myself. Because all it really was was random cues, right? You need right. some sort of external stimulus to respond to. I was like, why don't we just use your phone and do it that way? So. That's kind of where it stemmed from to help me train more efficiently by myself. Gotcha. And how long or when did it when exactly did you start start the process of starting to build the app and kind of get get um, get everything to come to fruition? Yeah, it started when um, I don't even think the clubs were on anymore. It was in Lansing, Michigan. They were in in I think USL League One. I was on okay. trial with a bunch of different teams. And I was on my way back from Michigan and I had a really poor trial and it was mostly like, I just wasn't reacting quickly enough to anything. Like I was in the best physical shape of my life. And I was like, it's because I'm training by myself all the time, just doing these same movements over and over. And on the way back, that's when it really sparked to me. I was like, why don't we just create something to use it? You do it using just your phone. Um, From there, it was like, I was still playing and still on trial. I ended Mm -hmm. up going on trial for a while at Richmond with the Richmond kickers And that's when it really started hitting me, like learning how to even design an app, like creating an app is such a complex process. So I need to learn how to design it, how to find a co-founder, how to build it. And I was showing up to like my trial matches, like eyes completely bloodshot, 
everybody was like what are you even doing all night i was like i've just been researching figuring out how to build this thing and finally the coaching staff pulled me aside and they're like what like tell us what's going on and i told them about the idea and they're like honestly that is brilliant like we would definitely help you promote this if you actually build it so uh, i did play there for a little bit but it it was pretty short-lived and i just started going full-time on building the app and that's that's kind of where i took off from yeah i mean i personally i love it i've been I've used, I guess, I first heard about it, like we mentioned before, you know, right around the pandemic. Um, such a good tool to, to just train individually. And for those of you who haven't downloaded it or seen it yet, you know, you have these different options, and I hope I'm explaining it right. Um, but, you know, you can set colors, you can set arrows, um, you can set the timer for how quickly these things appear. So um, it, it, it all just kind of makes you think a little bit more, and, and, you, and you do it based on your, you know, how fast you want to go, how fast you want to react, and so you can really cater it to to your individual needs. So am I am I getting that right? Yeah, yeah, nailed it. So that's like one of the main portions of it. it allows you to customize everything to fit your needs. Um, but we also like are creating this whole library of drills and training programs. So we have a six week program, a twelve week program, um, awesome. specifically for like agility. A big right. one is agility. For so sure. like being able to react and move in different directions. We have some skill-based one, like a ball mastery program where you're mm-hmm. constantly scanning and making decisions. Um, so really like creating this methodology behind it so we can like just give you plug and play drills and programs. So you just right. go onto the app, pick what you want to do and, and go ahead. For sure. So is the correct term, now I'm getting this off your website, the perceptual cognitive motor training, is that what it is? So yeah, that's, that's, Go ahead. I was going to say, can you tell us a little bit more, like dive a little bit deeper into the science? You know, this might be the boring part for some people, but it, it's really important to understand, you know, why this stuff works. And if I'm yeah. not mistaken, it, it has been in pro clubs like Liverpool, right? I think I saw a video that you posted. I mean, and pro hockey clubs are using it. Like, you know, it, it's being used all across literally the entire world by professional and youth clubs everywhere. Yeah. And, and the term perceptual cognitive motor training is something that I've kind of derived out of going through the research. So, I mean, if, if you're a nerd like I am and you want to look it up, there's there's cognitive motor training, there's reactive agility, there's dual tasking. There's all these different terms um, of ways that are essentially trying to improve your brain in a way that actually transfers to sports. And the single, uh, I guess, thing that's common across all of these is that it combines the brain and body. So it combines perception. You have to see something, see or hear something, uh, cognition, you actually have to process that information to make a decision mm-hmm. and then uh, motor response. So the actual reaction or the, or the physical movement that you perform out of it. Um, so that's like at a high level, what the science is combining these three aspects into your training at all times. So it better replicates what you experience in games and trains not only your technical skills, but also these important cognitive skills that as we know now are super important to performing at a high level. Right. Yeah. The, I mean, it's so important, like just the ability to, and I, I think we see it a lot too with athletes, especially goalkeepers. It's like when, when you see them perform a little bit higher than what they're used to, it's like you kind of, you get in that flow state and it's, you know, it's almost like you just, you know, you hear athletes say, it's like, oh, I just wasn't really thinking out there. Right. And I, does this training kind of help with that to make it easier just on the brain? So now things are becoming almost like a habit and it's just, you know, making your life easier. You're not thinking about, oh, do I need, do I go, do I stay? And it's just boom, just reaction because your brain knows what to do. Well, that's exactly it. So like one of the biggest topics I love to cover is like pressure. 
right? Mm -hmm. Like we, you see athletes that are so good in practice when there's no pressure, you're just doing technical drills and passing and they're, they're brilliant, but then they get into games and they're literally being asked to perform the exact same movements, but some people just can't do it. Right. They, they, they just don't know how to perform and it's nothing to do with them physically. They didn't get any slower. They didn't get any worse. Technically, all it is, is it deals with your attention. Right. You're mm-hmm. you're focused on something either external that's irrelevant. So you're focused on the crowd, you're focused on making a mistake or you're focused internally on things that are also irrelevant. Like if you think too much about your movements, then they become choppy and inefficient. Um, if you're thinking about your own worries and insecurities, then your performance isn't good enough. So what we're doing is making you focus on relevant external information. And the more that you do that, you start to realize that if I, you're, you're performing like you are in games. So you're mm-hmm. training these mental skills that is, is the only thing that you need to actually perform and use those skills during games and under pressure. I love it. Does this, could this relate to, to like a, <clears throat> a psychological topic just because like, does it, I think we hear a lot about sports psychology and talking about what you just mentioned about, you know, worrying about external factors and, and performance. Does this, you know, how can you pr- possibly combine um, you know, let's say you're talking to a sports psychologist, you know, how could you kind of convince a sports psychologist to use this with an athlete, you know, other than just working with the psychologist and saying like, this is what you need to do with your mind, you know, because training your mind is just as important as training your body. Yeah, absolutely. That That is like the, the, the other aspect to it, right? So the first part is like your internal beliefs. So either w- when you're in games, performing well comes down to either one or two beliefs, either number one, you're perceiving this as an opportunity where you perform well, like, oh, I'm so grateful. This is an opportunity for me to perform well. It's a positive mindset or you're perceiving it as a threat. So you see it as something where if I don't perform well, this is going to hurt me personally. Mm. And, and that's, that's your, your entire perception of it. And when people start to, you know, get too down on themselves or put too much weight on a situation, that's the psychological aspect. So that comes down to, um, there's a lot of tools. I'm not a sports psychologist by any means, but I did a lot of this. I'm sure you have too, Mm. like journaling, um, meditation affirmations. So like Mm. I used to have a list of affirmations where it's like, um, you're telling yourself, like, I'm so grateful for this opportunity and writing it down on paper. And when you get in there, like, you know, it's a big moment, right? Like right. we, I actually had, I, I always think about the trial when I was in England at Derby County, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're a championship team. It was way too high for me to even be there anyways, <laughs> but I, I was, I was so nervous for it, but I remember just from the way that I would journal every day and meditate and then performing like this, this cognitive training, by the time I got out there. I was just so focused and so in this flow state and so grateful to be out there that it's like combining this, this psychological aspect with cognitive training is really like that recipe for right. being able to perform better in games. Yeah. I think, I think I'm like a sports psychologist worse than nightmare. It's like the, whenever I do something bad, I, I tell myself I stink, but, but for me, I just, I kind of like laugh it off. Cause just cause you know, I think deep down, I know, you know, I, I'm not the worst person in the world. So it's like, I don't know. But um, every yeah, time everybody around, deals with it in different ways, right? right? You know, but I'm, I think I'm a little different. Like, I, like, you know, I never want to tell my goalkeepers anything that, you know, tell, tell yourself that you suck and it makes you better. But for me, I don't know. I'm just different. You know, uh, Jesse, you suck today. I was like, yeah, okay, fine. Then, but anyway, um, so how, do, how does this differ than something like the fit leg training? Because obviously those are very popular and we see those a lot in the sports performance realm. So how does your, how does switch on differ a little bit than, than fit leg? 
Other than the fact that you can't have yeah. like eighteen phones, you know, planted on the wall. Right. That's that's probably one of the main things, right? It's like it's a very similar concept, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the perceive, decide, react, cycle. That's that's exactly what we're both trying to train. Um, I think some of the things that we do differently is is just number one, the accessibility aspect. For sure. Um, so we, you know, the, what the phone that's sitting in your pocket can be this training tool. You don't have to buy any hardware. It's not, not three hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, just find a water bottle and your phone and set it up somewhere you can see and, and you can start training. So that's one of the main things. And another thing just comes down to like um, the methodology and the, the stimulus that you can use. So being a phone screen, you can use different things like um, I just talked on another podcast about you have arrows, right? You can react to arrows right. left mm-hmm. and right. And there are specific cognitive functions that are seen to be important in sports. Like one is response inhibition um, simply by instead of reacting in the direction of the arrow, reacting in the opposite direction of the arrow, Uh, you can manipulate it to train different cognitive skills. And we have like a whole library of different ways to do that. So I think the actual information you're reacting to is the other uh, thing that we do a little bit differently. Yeah, that brings up a point. You know, I've seen a a couple of people use it to where it's like, you know, with the colors you have, red obviously means stop, green means go and so on. And like blue means Mm. something different. So um, from that, from that, point of view it's it's just yeah i like how you mentioned that because there's so many it, there really is so many different ways that you can you know come up with and challenge yourself and and you know do different things with it but can you tell me you know so far and i'm sure there's been a lot but so far you, you know you're probably your favorite moment in creating this app and seeing where it's going and for me i mean seeing it seeing it with liverpool is probably one of them but um you know what what has been so far kind of like your favorite story or moment and realizing oh wow you know this is going somewhere because this this app is legit and it is yeah yeah that, that's a really good question you know the the pro teams and like big athletes are using is obviously super exciting like when you see them posted on social media it's always like wow that's um right. you know that's that's it's awesome it's so mm-hmm. cool but i think more than that to me is just like the reviews and the emails that we get that's like hey this like actually changed my life like this is whether it's people rehabilitating from a neurological condition who's like hey i use this like if we have a crash or something there'll be someone who will send an email like hey your app's down and i need this for my training because i use this every single day to help um you know me recover from a stroke or something and that's like really It just, yeah, those are the things that's like really impactful. It's like, wow, we're doing it. And, and with the athletes too, right? Like we have parents who are reaching out, like my son or my daughter has never enjoyed their training so much. Like they've never been so engaged and so focused and so motivated. So those are obviously really cool. I think actually this, this just came to my mind. Mm -hmm. One of like the coolest moments was I woke up one morning and we had like 400 Dutch emails so like emails from people who are in the Netherlands and I was like, what's going on? And right. I guess one of the national team uh, coaches for the, for the handball team was actually using it and we didn't wow. have it in Dutch or any other languages. So they're all reaching out and I was like, <laughs> Google translating all right. trying to reply. And that was, that was actually really cool. That's awesome. That is awesome. So what is now there's obviously the free guys. It's free, free, free training app. Okay. So please understand that. But there's also something deeper to that or to the app, like, you know, the pro version, what, you know, what else is there that you guys offer? Yeah. So this is something we're always building on. Um, right now we have a library of premium content. So like I was saying, the preset drills that we create right. for you, um, that's one of the things we have full training programs that are part of our pro subscription. Mm-hmm. And then we just uh, are creating a plethora of features to 
help you better customize these cues. So use different stimuli, like I was talking a little bit about, right. um, like advanced stimuli, we call it, and different ways to configure it. Like, so just making it a lot more advanced. Um, that's the other aspect that we, what, that's part of our pro. What is that advanced stimuli type of like? So like, yeah, right now we have, you can combine colors and numbers or arrows. So you can have a colored background with an arrow on top of it. And we create drills with that. So for instance, if it's a green background, you go in the direction of the arrow. If it's a red background, you go in the opposite direction of the arrow. Gotcha. So yeah, that cognitive yeah. flexibility. So mm -hmm. yeah, it makes it more challenging. So that's okay. kind of what we use for that. I was kind of thinking about doing that. I was like, yeah, that's already hurting the brain, right? But it, it's crazy how much like even <laughs> even just like thinking about it, sitting down, it you know it, it it wakes it wakes the brain up and it gets you really thinking about you know what I need to do. And wow, I mean, I'm I'm gonna go out and use it after after this. But so what what have been some of the challenges that you faced so far in kind of creating an app that you know creating an app essentially because i know that that just brings challenges in itself yeah it's definitely a different uh, i think the, the transition from sports to business and startup mm -hmm. and creating a company and everything it's definitely a change uh, so like it's a different skill set so uh, creating a team i think the technology so i'm, I'm super blessed to have found my my technical co-founder who understands technology and coding and how to right. build an app that was a huge part of it mm -hmm. um but a lot of the skills actually transfer over, right? Course, it's it's yeah. a lot of just like grit and determination and learning and uh, constantly trying to evolve. And I mean, being something that I'm so passionate about, it's I love doing it kind of like I was with soccer. Like I didn't mm -hmm. mind training four or five, six hours a day because I was in love with it. So kind of like the same mindset and concept comes into right. into play here. You're still playing, still working on this, on those goalkeeping skills or what? Oh, no, nah, I've gotten away from it a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. I, I've been playing. I, I joined a club or not a club team, like a rec league. Right. It, was, it was pretty fun. I was finally in a position where I wasn't overly competitive anymore. So right. I wasn't getting too frustrated. So, yeah, I was playing a little bit. I like to play basketball and uh, play Love a couple other yeah. things, too. Of course. Yeah. So what's as we begin to wrap up, what would you say your probably favorite way to, to use this app is if you're any athlete let's talk about it. and then um if you don't mind just going towards goalkeepers specifically towards the end just because you know a little biased yeah oh there's so many I, right. I'm, yeah. I'm working on like categorizing these so if i had to break it down to three that i typically use it for my warm-ups so using it as mm -hmm. like activation and like course, quick yeah. reaction warm-ups um, my agility training, definitely. So using it as something to react to with my agility training, make it more uh, game realistic. And then my skill training. So when I'm working on game situations, uh, working on different skills, uh, for instance, like kick saves, like working on that mobility and get your right. foot out, instead of just doing it over and over, using this as like a reactive stimulus for mm -hmm. it. Um, I'd say those are my top three, but then there's like, I love the fitness aspect. I love right. just incorporating into like my morning routine and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. Yeah, definitely in the warm up, I think warm up I think would be probably the most beneficial just cuz it starts to get the brain working a little bit more before training. Uh, I know um our old training conditioning coach who actually just left uh to take the job with Angel City, so shout out Frank if you ever listen to this, but he would do something, you know, in our in our warm up to where the girls would be in a in an athletic stance and it would go, you know, kind of like a 2 plus 8 or something like that and if it's an even number you go left, uh, odd, you go right, something like that, just to kind of get the brain firing and making sure that it's also a fun way to to structure some a couple of little sprints and warm up as well. So, 
Yeah, that that's honestly an aspect where I get like so deep into like the neuroscience and the research that I almost forget about is like people find it fun. Right. People think exactly. it's enjoyable, and and that's a huge aspect of it. If they think it's fun and they actually like competing and using it, then they're gonna get better, right? right. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's it's all about having fun, and that's what. That's what this app does. You know, it, it can make you look forward to training, knowing you're, ugh, I'm not going to just go through the motions here. You know, I'm going to set it up in a way to where I have no idea what's coming and you're going to get better out of it. So that is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we're all about. <laughs> well, Brett, I appreciate you taking the time to come on and tell us about this incredible app. Guys, if you haven't, download it right now. Android, iPhone, whatever you have, just download it. Switched on training. Take your training to the next level and get better today so brett again thank you man any last words for about the app or anything you want to add no i got nothing I, thank you so much for having me on man it's been great meeting you i love your work as well you appreciate it first class content yeah i'm super pumped to keep in touch for sure thanks brett all right see you jesse